0: Hi welcome, this is a a leadership collaboration series uh, with my uh, colleague uh, Nancy Halpern all the way in New York. Uh, We call it leadership lessons uh, from across the pond and uh, Nancy and I tackle uh, key leadership challenges on a weekly basis uh, via LinkedIn live. Uh, These could be sort of current to the context we're in and some will be sort of evergreen challenges and we wanted to share our two very different perspectives on solving these leadership challenges. Do enjoy. Thank you.
1: Hello, we are back again, me and my colleague, Julian Roberts, to continue our series about the hybrid workplace. And we've chosen to divide this series into different sections, impact on all different parties. So today, we're going to focus on the individual employee. But before diving into that, Julian, I just want to check in, how are you?
0: I'm very well, Nancy. All the better for seeing yourself.
1: Oh, you charmer you.
0: I charmer. know, I, I thought I'd charm you because you're hosting, you see, so you yeah. go kind on me.
1: I've seen right <laughs> through that, and my friend, that has no impact. Okay, so Julian, let's play Nancy's favorite game. Julian, <laughs> just imagine, that you are an employee who has enjoyed in, an unex- in some unexpected ways working remotely during lockdown these past 16 months or so. And now your company is expecting and announced that they are moving to a hybrid workplace for some period of time. What are your initial thoughts when you hear that?
0: Interesting, because in in preparation for today, just so everybody knows, I do prepare for these, perhaps it doesn't appear that way, but in preparation, I I did exactly that thinking of thinking myself, putting my my, my feet in the shoes of somebody who might be an employee going back to work or being asked to go back in a hybrid environment. And there was some level of anxiety as I started to think it through, actually, because as much as last year's probably been very anxious in some ways we've got into a groove we've adapted we've all flourished we've we've got over the trust issues we've become incredibly productive and navigated some of those communication challenges that we had at the start and i think we've all done quite well um and speaking to a lot of people who are, who sort of are employees they've seen that and i think hybrid as much as it's now on the agenda. I think there's an anxiety about how that might play out. How my, my, my employee, sorry, my employer work it. Will I be marginalized? Will I be excluded? And, and so I started to think of, almost anxiety. So to alleviate my anxiety, I thought to myself, okay, how do I approach this if I was talking to my line manager? What, what would I want? Actually, Julian, before,
1: Julian, before we get to getting rid of your anxiety, Can we stay with your anxiety for a little while longer?
0: Oh, go on there. Go on there.
1: Okay. Well, it it occurred to me as you were speaking about this past year or so, that what happened um, unknowingly was we built up new habits. And it is so hard to create a new habit. I mean, think about things we think we should do or New Year's resolutions. And yet inadvertently, because we were forced to, we've built up entirely new habits of working. Mm-hmm. now we're being asked to let go of those habits that we built and create this new hybrid habit um and i wonder if some of the anxiety is simply from having no sense about what that might mean uh you know in a sense another sense right we're all laboratory rats uh this is a big experimentation so did your anxiety came from did it come from Going back? Did it come from letting go? Does it uh come from not having any idea what hybrid might even mean?
0: Or all of the above and more? I, I think pretty much all of the above. It is the unknown, isn't it? And I think it's it's how your employer is going to navigate, how that how that's going to play out. You know, there's there's massive concerns of you know, where teams may be gathering or that you or your colleague may be talking to your boss and Spend more time there than you do because you've decided to do work two days in the office instead of three days or whatever it may be. However, it's worked out, and are you not getting the exposure that you perhaps had before? uh, Which then does that affect your performance? Does that affect your promotional opportunities going forward? So, I think there's an element of concern of that and making sure you're in the right place, right time, and not feeling left out. Because I think at the moment, because we're all working from home. We're all in the same position, so we've all made the efforts to try and include each other. Now, suddenly, you're in the office and you're having that one-to-one chat with your boss or whoever, and then you might you might just go off and do a meeting or chat about something and forget the other two or three colleagues who might be at home, or we'll update them in the, the week or something. So, I think there's a concern of of being included and not being left out and marginalised. I mean, what might you think some of the anxieties that other people may face going back to the office?
1: Well- I might be more prosaic than you. I don't think people are even there yet to what you're describing. I mean, I've been reading the press and all the business press talks exactly what you're saying, right? I think it's a little bit of forecasting. I I think some of the anxiety is simply into making the tweaks to the daily life again Mm. and not sure if you want to, you know, things like, do I really want to commute? And I don't want to commute. I'm going to have to commute. Or it's summer. My kids won't be in school. So, you know, a lot of places are waiting until September to kids go back to school. But how will my day look? You know, what am I going to lose? I think, excuse me, I think right now it's more a sort of vague logistical, my life is changing again. And I'm not sure I want it to, but I don't want it to, but a, so I'm not sure people are yet putting themselves into the situation of hybrid um, being a thing they're in and Mm. then seeing some of the consequences of it. I still, I think they're still waiting for their company to announce it and wondering if it will suit them or suit their schedule or not. And I think some of that anxiety is Mm. waiting and wondering how much agency they have and even influencing it.
0: Yeah, no, and I I think you're almost, I've probably gone a bit further ahead and I guess there's that almost that, that change of massive change of routine, isn't it? That whole suddenly gone from this getting up to your desk at whatever time. And now you've got an hour commute, et cetera, et cetera. And the whole flexibility being at home with the kids or, doctor's appointments, whatever it may be, there's this, this almost, I said to you before uh, on the call with this, I think people have been liberated this year in yes. the work context. They suddenly found that actually we can do this, it can work and we can be effective and productive. And I think um, people are, will probably be concerned that that liberation is going back.
1: There's <laughs> um, this great comment I read by someone that there's anxiety about not becoming anxious again you know meaning when you're on that very routinized regular uh, day that you've done for years right I have to get up this time because I have to make this trade you know I have a very good friend who lives in London and I stayed with her for a while and everything was very low-key until it was time to bolt out the front door and I mean. Bolt, because there was a bus they had to catch to get to the tube station at this time so they could get to the office at that time right so for lots of people it was a very engineered day but mm. there's a level of stress and, and and internal movement in that that we didn't have to have we gave up and so if that was your life of sort of living at a higher pace of wiredness mm. I think there's some anxiety about I, there were some things I, I lost and, and that was a gain, as you said, liberated from, mm. I'm not so sure I want to uh, yeah, 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 have that again. And maybe if I only have it on Tuesday and Thursday, it will be okay. Um,
0: well, I think I that's guess- what's going to happen, isn't it? I think there's going to be, well, people don't know exactly what's going to happen. Every company's going to do it differently. As I've been talking to a lot of companies and they're all doing various scenarios. I mean, I even have one sort of CEO say to me, well, all going to come in the office on this day because we've got a team meeting there's a bit of flexibility here so there's they're creating a bit of a groove of how it's going to be um so if i was if i was an employee uh i guess you know for me it's it's understanding what are the sort of parameters we're going to operate in and and how because as much as hybrids flexible working how flexible is that parameters you know what are the exceptions in that sense you know because I think to alleviate any anxiety with anybody, you have to be really clear uh, with people and you have to give clear sort of expectations of what is expected in this context. You know, define people's sort of working hours, uh, how we're gonna measure performance and how we're gonna include people. And I think those, whatever hybrid we go to, uh, organizations go to, they have gotta be really clear. And I'm not just talking about policies, but managers need to be clear how they're gonna run the team involve other people, make sure people really uh, not only buy into it, but really contribute to that shape of how it's going to do, really. Because I think as much as, you know, I feel like we're talking about leaders now, but it's it's trying to create that, again, that employee engagement in the whole process, isn't it? And trying to uh, make, alleviate the concerns, anxieties, ensure that they will be continue to be effective, productive uh, as we go forward. Because um, that's... A concern. It is a concern, um, and I think, as much as organisations might find it difficult to navigate this, there is there's lots of benefits with this hybrid working, lots of opportunities if we look at it in the right way.
1: Right. Well, that that's a big if, you know. And I personally think if can be one of the saddest words because, you know. But I if if I could uh, add some things from the employee point of view as well. I I would I would counsel folks that hybrid does not necessarily equal flexible. They might find it equals scheduled. And mm. so I don't want people going into it with the expectation that it means maximum flexibility for you. It probably means from the organization's point of view, what's the sanest way to schedule the workforce to keep them both safe and productive in the business churning forward in this new reality. So go into it with that. Um, I would also counsel to have some patience because this might be an interim solution. Mm-hmm. This doesn't mean your company will be like this for the next two years. I suspect it will be like this through the end of this year and possibly through second quarter the following year. But remember that this is new for everyone. Um, not just for you, for your manager, for your colleagues, for your team, for your boss, for the whole company. So nobody has answers. I would also say it's important to know not just your schedule, but what is the procedure or policy if they have one for exceptions? Because everyone feels their exception is worthy. But you have to put that in the context of the company trying to manage that for every employee and yeah. so i think give some thought or at least questioning to what would be uh an honored exception request if you want one you may not even want one mm. what else do you think that well, just
0: interesting do? how you, it made me think actually you said about hybrid is not flexible working
1: not really it is from the organization's point of view but it may not be for the individual yeah
0: because because as you say that hybrid maybe you need to be in two days a week or you could choose i mean it's it all depends how they approach it doesn't it in terms of it could be a flexible approach we need to have i don't know a certain amount of employees uh covering i don't know client uh, interactions on these days and we need to sort of choose how that works how we operate it I think, I guess that's what could happen, but I agree with you, it it is a scheduled thing. So you might be in Tuesday, Wednesday, and that's
1: it. Okay, your favorite New York City cynic here would like to say that many (laughs) of our listeners may remember the time, not that long ago, when open space was advertised as being done to serve collaboration and the free exchange of ideas, right? That's why we were going open space. But we've all learned no, the primary motivator in open space was to save on square footage and real estate cost. Now, I'm not saying there wasn't also a belief it could lead to these behavioral changes, mm-hmm. but companies tend to act in their best interest. Yeah. And, and, and so I I just, I get a little concerned that hybrid sounds great. Like, you know, you can use gas or electric, you know, that they, they had hybrid sounds like it has all this choice, but I'm not sure that's going to be the reality of hybrid. So now that I've made everybody really depressed, Julian, it's your job to cheer everyone up. <laughs>
0: well, no, I, I think for me, and if I was leading an organisation right now, it goes back to why are you doing hybrid? Why? Why are you doing anything? It goes back to that core purpose piece, and and anything we we do or any anything we do in organisations could be rooted in that purpose. And if it's if it it goes as closer moves as close to that purpose, then let's just do it and embrace it. Don't just do it because, oh, we can do it. That's, that's not a reason to do something because we can do it. And I think sometimes people get into that trap at the moment where, oh, we've done this remote working, therefore we can do it. Well, that's not the reason to do it. The reason to do it, does it fulfill your role? Does it fulfill the company's priorities and, and ultimate purpose and ultimately yourself? And I think that's the key thing for me is getting back to that and ensuring that we are aligned in that way in any decisions we make because otherwise we'll just do it because it's the thing to do or I feel forced to do it and and the ends oh it could be a cost save it whatever but it goes back to get back to your purpose of your organization and what that matters and if it's hybrid if it's remote if it's not that then that's fine be brave well,
1: sadly we are at an end so I'm happily we're at an end because I I won't have to- I won't have time to douse that with another uh, hefty outpouring of my, yeah, but I don't think so. So instead, um, we'll end on that cheery bye and look forward to seeing each other and all of you next week. Thank you, Julie. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, thank you, Nancy.